1: Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today <laughs> for the 42nd episode of the car. What
2: we're live.
3: What are you doing? I know. Oh, I'm aware. Were... Oh, okay, uh, sorry. We can't cut that part.
1: Oh, did you did, were you trying to make me do the, my voice right there? Or
3: well, you were you were frozen on my end, and now I know that my
1: oh, no, trying... I, I, I was perfect, I was fine. Okay, anyway, uh, this hi. is, welcome to episode 42 of the Podwans Podcast. I am your host, Char Char J, joined in by my co-host, Luke, over here. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, I'm very good. Today we're going to be covering episodes 11, 12, and 13 in season 4 of the Clone Wars Rewatch, a.k.a. the Zygerian Slaver Arc. That is some of our favorite arcs in Clone Wars, and there's a lot of stuff that happens in here. So sit tight, grab a drink, grab a grab whatever you want, And be ready for today's show. We got a couple of great guests today talking. And I think we're ready to go.
4: Never was made of Obi-Wan's
5: But you might make it as mine.
1: And we're back. (laughs) Hello. So, today, our first guest. She is a returning guest of the Pod 1s podcast. Uh, the last when was the last arc uh, she was on? Uh,
3: I'm not positive.
1: Hmm. Uh wait, she'd be able to tell you. I can't remember. She will tell us when she comes in here. So our first guest is not kyber, aka Alanis.
6: What's up, besties? How are you? That's great. Free. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last time I was on was the one with um Ahsoka and um the Pantorans.
3: Oh I yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah! Oh, yes. um, Senator Chuchi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
6: So it's been like a hot minute, but I'm back better
3: than ever. Where can we find you on the social medias?
6: You can find me at Nata Kyber on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. But I do have a new account as well.
3: Oh yeah, um, plug that.
6: Yeah, so it's at Discovering the Galaxy. On TikTok. Basically, if you don't know, I am an English teacher in real life. And next year I am teaching an elective based solely on Star Wars. So if you want to see what I'm doing as far as lessons and curriculum, definitely give that a follow because I will be posting that and also an adult Google Classroom next September. So I'll grade you.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, our second guest, Luke, are you, am I still frozen for you? No, you're good. Okay. (laughs) you're kind of like standing there but um our second guest our returning guest to the pod ones podcast her name is legendary amongst us yes Beth, aka
3: mara j skywalker my one of my favorite human beings in all this this world i will admit that
7: right back at you guys right back at you guys
1: (laughs) how you doing
7: i'm doing good how are you guys
1: very good very good um where can, uh, the good people find you on social media
7: they can find me um at mara.j.skywalker at uh, just on tiktok although i would love to have time to do additional social media um at one point
3: <laughs> awesome awesome you'll get there kid
7: we'll you'll get, get there, there.
1: You'll get you'll there. Get there kid. all right and then our third and final guest today he is a he's 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 around us very often. He is a very uh, I'd say he's around us too the, often. The I would say ones. yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit too much. He um was a competitor for our trivia tournament. He is now our editor for the trivia tournaments. Please yes. welcome Harris Productions.
8: I don't know if I can top the intro with with Beth. They're like like, you're like oh my favorite person Beth. And I'm like okay, I guess I just guess <laughs> I'll just crumble over here.
1: Why why <laughs> why
2: why do you god <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> All right, Tom Brady, where can the good people find find yeah, you on yeah, social media? Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, When I you're not you deflating could... balls. <laughs> <laughs> I said you can uh you can find me on TikTok at Hair Productions and on YouTube on the They Fly No Show every Monday at five PM Pacific. We always talk about new topics every week. Last week it was an anthology. This week's for Insane Star Wars, but yeah, that's where you can find me.
1: I find it so funny looking at your screen because it's like, it looks like you're so far away from your mic and your mic's like really big. <laughs> it's literally right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. like this can's right here. So it looks like your mic's like this and you're just right. here. <laughs> but anyways, that's just me nitpicking. All right, Luke, are we ready to dive into
3: the first episode? Uh, yeah, but let's get to the icebreaker question first. Um, all right. All right. For the panel. If you were stranded on a planet, what Jedi Master would you want to come and save you? Come on. Don't be shy. Let's. let's I know let's, my answer.
6: I know everyone is expecting me to say Obi-Wan for obvious reasons. But, God. like, here's the thing. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> oh, no. So, the saying- way she said that. Oh, God. So I'm here for Quinlan Voss because I think afterwards after he would save me we'd go get a beer at like level 1313 and it would, it would be a great time. I feel like with Obi-Wan I would be too like starstruck to like enjoy my own rescue. So I'm saying Quinlan Voss so we can like party afterwards.
3: Okay that vibes. That 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 checks passes out. the that check checks out. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
8: anybody else? I would say Plo Koon cuz I don't know Plo Koon just sounds awesome and just like just chills close bros afterwards.
7: Bulls, bros, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys know mine. It's self-explanatory. <laughs>
3: self-explan- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Because of Obi Wan.
7: <laughs> you got to do, do
1: the hand
3: movement.
7: <laughs> it's. Start, I don't. I don't know. It's now. It's a thing. But yes.
3: Yeah. Oh it, oh, it is a thing. Yeah. Don't you worry. It is a thing, and it and it will it will grow. <laughs> don't don't you worry. Look, who would um. Who would you, uh,
1: what Jedi Master would uh, would you want to come save you?
3: I don't know. That's an. Can't say Anakin because. Uh, <laughs> <Master. laughs> um, I would say, uh, technically, I'd say Qui Gon because he is technically a Jedi Master. Okay. He is a Jedi Master. So I I I would definitely get down with the Qui Gon. Uh, Coming and saving me, and then we could go do some like magical Pilates? shrooms or oh, some shit. Pain. Like, you know, you know for a fact, Qui Gon smokes the reefer, dude. He's straight up, he's all about the mystical force. Like, he so you're telling me he's about, the Tommy like, Chong of Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. He would vibe okay. with Chi ching Chong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would pay to see
6: that smoke sesh between oh, you and Qui Gon. Sure. Like, oh, I, yeah. I would put a good amount of credits down.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. 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 I would say, I would go with the same answer as Harith. I go with Plo Koon because I feel like Plo Koon is just someone that you would just want to hang out with, but he is also very dedicated to his craft. Just like how the quote that he says to the his clones in the first season, where he's like, "You, your lives mean more to me than, than I don't know, chee- uh, cheesy whip. I don't know, but um,
9: cheesy whip.
1: Um, but I feel like Plo Koon is like the Jedi that everyone wants to be." So, if you were to be saved by anyone, I feel like the, the quintessential character would be Plo Koon, So, I don't know. That's just me. Oh, no, that That's makes fair. sense. That is yeah. fair.
7: It's good dad vibes, too. Like, you
1: <laughs> <it just hates. laughs> I'm here to save you. Yes. Don't worry. We are
3: coming in. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
2: It was like, Plo, yes. Oh, Let's go get Fisto beer in be the bar. <laughs> get
3: would be a good one. I don't know sure. if I could
6: control myself around Kit Fisto. I'd just be like, ooh. <laughs> can I keep yeah. Rescuing me. That's fine.
8: You're just mm-hmm. like underwater on Mon and He just dives in without a shirt and you're just like, oh.
7: I would like purchase. Oh, so, like, this, is, so this is so this is how
3: the so this is how this is gonna go. <laughs> Luke gets
1: absolutely hammered, and he says like, "Oh, I can do a backflip." And then I'm like, "Would you like to try and
3: prove your theory?" And then he just was a
1: scorpion. Like, yes,
3: (laughs) no doubt on that one. But Char, (laughs) would you uh, like to do the honors of going through the first? Okay, well, first of all, yeah, you've got to give some context.
1: I will have to. So, Luke, yes or no?
3: Yeah, I'm fine with it.
1: Harris, yes or no? Now.
8: Yeah, let's go for it.
1: Alanis, yes or no?
7: Please, please. Beth, yes or no? 100%.
1: Okay, so Uh-oh, a little God. context before I do. I am not going to be reading this in Tom Kane's voice, but but to change, (laughs) I will be reading for Godfrey's voice. Yeah, for audio listeners, um,
3: this is only a one-time thing. Famous
1: comedian, he passed away about two weeks ago. He actually passed away on my birthday, which is probably like the the saddest part about it. My um, God. I'd say I'm okay at doing his voice, so I'm going to be reading this first uh, plot (sighs) summary in his voice. It is not very long um after i'm done with this you guys in the chat can request if you want me to read the next two in gilbert godfrey's (laughs) voice that is up to you but this first one is pretty short but here we go oh season four episode 11 titled kidnapped you gotta (sighs) all right all right here we go
2: a planet of peace the artisan colony of the planet Kiros created a society without weapons Instead of war, they pursue art and beauty. But in the Clone Wars, even even peace loving worlds are seemingly forced to change sides. <laughs> there we
1: go. <laughs> okay. All
2: right.
6: I think that's a new that's a new staple. Am I, yeah. I that's a staple.
3: That's uh, really depressing if I am. Yeah, you're like this?
6: <laughs>
8: oh.
1: God. Three interesting facts is over. It's now Gilbert Godfrey reading plot summary. <laughs> Gilbert
8: Godfrey <laughs> reading plot summary. By okay, so I yeah. Guard, that's
1: one. Um. <laughs> oh yes, Herith, Yes, that's all I've ever wanted. It's for you to give me a five out of five on a plot summary. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think My. now on it has to be that way. <laughs> yeah. No one could be Tom Kane but I can kind of be Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) I don't know. But everyone that's watching in the chat, go ahead. And if you want me to read the next one in that same voice, go ahead and drop a comment. I hope somebody
3: says for the love of God, no, please. (laughs) That would probably be Ryan. I don't know
1: if he's watching, but no, I don't think he is. All right. So Luke, do you want me to start off with this episode? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So the first episode of this arc kidnapped, uh, The theme of this episode is really just like, it's just like what uh, Obi-Wan tells Anakin in episode two, when they're on their way to chase Dooku. It's like, don't let your personal feelings get in the way. And the theme of this episode is essentially putting personal feelings aside for the duty that's in front of you. Um, And essentially this episode starts with the planet Kiros is the leader is contacting Yoda. Wait, Luke, (laughs) I almost caused an
2: accident because I opened while driving. I'm sorry. If I cause an accident, do not blame me. Blame your driving skills. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> like, back to the episode, you know. Like, All right, while you, you guys happy.
1: laugh, I'm going to explain this episode. Okay, so the very beginning of the episode on Kiros, the leader. Um, I believe is, uh, his name is Gushap or uh, Gupat Roshti. He is the leader of the people on Kiros, and he is contacting Yoda on whether or not his people need warriors and aid to their planet. And while that transmission is happening, the separatists shortly arrived afterwards. And when that happens, the are have a a long history in Star Wars. And this is not even just in the Clone Wars era. This has been going on hundreds of years prior in the High Republic as well. Um, So I just want to ask our guests on the show, how do you think their struggles manifest within Ahsoka and her passion for their mission? I'll start with Harris.
8: Well, like like you said, I feel like that goes back to what they've been establishing in light of the Jedi with the High Republic, with this new added context of the Jedi interpreter war with each other and like 300 years before we see the clone wars. So I feel like that added context of them like trying to be like removed from like any type of war, so like they have like this very peaceful like side of them, so like of course, Ahsoka's point of view on that is I want to help my people like Get out of this, and like keep them neutral in the Clone Wars, because the Separatist and Republic kind of like with Mandalore, they're just trying to drag them to their respective sides, and they're and they're like not like fight back full as like Mandalor, because Mandalor could like be like, yeah, no, we're we're gonna stay here. We have like the militia to kind of push it back. Well, with Tagreedas, they don't really have the warriors to do that, so they're just kind of getting shoved into the war when they really don't want to.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, because because um that group is a is a it's very pacifist. They don't. They're not, they're not warriors. They don't rely on weapons. They just need protection. And they rely on you know, art and beauty as said in uh, the very beginning of the episode. But when the war comes to their planet, it's a different story. Um, Alanis, do you want to chime in on the, uh, the question?
6: Yeah, I think it really shows how Ahsoka truly is Anakin's Padawan. Um, because you know, for all intents and purposes, she shouldn't even have this idea of her people it should just be the Jedi in general, but the fact that she has like such a passion and such like a determination to help her people really shows how she is, you know, directly under Anakin and shows like not only their connection, but how his teachings really, really have influenced her. And I think we see that, you know, throughout this entire episode um, with, you know, how she deals with, you know, all the situations that she gets put into. And I think, you know, at one point, hopefully the Jedi temple teaches history. I don't know their curriculum. I wish I did. Um, but I think at some point they probably talked about it and she probably felt a connection and, you know, knowing Anakin, hopefully he kind of allowed her to go through and, you know, fight for her people. And I think they just show a very strong connection between the two.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Beth, do you want to chime in?
7: Yeah, um, I think that the Jedi Council could not have sent a more, like, just the worst combination of people who are to be too emotionally invested in the success of this mission. And yeah. that's partially what makes it successful, but it's also very ironic, is obviously we know about attachments and feelings of, of that nature with the Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. It's just very ironic. And I always wonder, I'm like, was this part of their weird, like, could this have potentially been part of like a weird test or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That's it's very interesting that you bring that up because um, mm-hmm. eventually, what happens in this episode, uh, <laughs> it's it, it ultimately ends on that conflict. Um,
6: I mean, my hatred for Yoda is well known. So, like, I, I like to think of him. I don't understand why you hate Yoda. I, I can't stand him. I, if I, I, I could don't. punch him across a football field, I would. I love Muppet Yoda. Muppet Yoda, Muppet 10 Yoda's out of 10. great. Love Muppet, Muppet Yoda. Yoda's Pre- great. Prequel's Yoda, I'm strangling him with my bare hands.
2: <laughs> but now we must eat.
6: <laughs> but I, I like you said that Beth, and I just like imagined him like in like the council room, like scheming, like ooh, how can I test them this time? Know what I'm gonna do? Send Anakin to some slavers, like that'll be fun. Like that's the only, like that's the first thing I thought of.
10: Yeah.
8: Yeah, I see. but you Yoda's- can't just blame Yoda, you know. Yes, I can. I see. I, see
11: I
6: came
8: back to another Atlantis Yoda rant.
6: <laughs> yeah, I can't stand him. I can't stand him because Yoda
1: was in there for a little bit, and then now Yoda's getting the getting the target put on him.
8: So, which
1: <laughs> oh, Yoda- so bad because Yoda doesn't. I don't think Yoda deserves that. Yoda's Maybe the center of the all the problems for the
8: Jedi. <laughs>
7: He has no excuse because he's been around the longest. He's seen how things play out. And it's like, you have no excuse to be like this. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, Yoda. I'm sorry. but yeah, <laughs> Yoda, 10 out of 10. Clone Wars, Yoda. No, no.
1: All right. Preach. So which, since you guys have all answered the first question, this leads me to our next point for the first episode. So Obi-Wan takes the lead as the bait for the mission. Um, Getting beat up in the beginning of the episode by Darts Denar. And while Anakin may be the master of getting caught, as what Obi-Wan said earlier in the show, do you think Anakin would have done a better job? What about Obi-Wan makes him the ideal person for this job? Because Anakin and Ahsoka go and disarm the bombs while Obi-Wan is the one that's fighting Darts Denar. If Anakin and him swapped places, how do you think it would be different? We'll start with uh, Beth first.
7: Ooh, um, I love this question so much. I think it. I mean, obviously, we know that Anakin is far more, uh, I guess, just intense of a person, and mm-hmm. he also, as we know too, he's not exactly the best actor. Um, so obvi- and obviously, Obi Wan was able to, you know, sustain multiple injuries and pretend that he was actually injured. Um, so I think it it would have been disastrous just because Anakin probably would have gotten too upset. And then just not been able to cover it no matter how yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah but there's no there was no success there
1: yeah sometimes you think of like what if it was like a role reversal and i feel like in this case it would have been a uh, a different thing but um we'll go to alanis for her input
6: i definitely think oh hi luke i'm back <laughs> um I definitely think that if Anakin had swapped places he wouldn't have even given him time to like explain himself he probably just would have went in lightsaber blazing and been like well I didn't follow the plan because I didn't want to um and kind of made some type of excuse as to why he annihilated them um but I always find it interesting when Obi-Wan kind of decides to take the bait um, because I think in a way it's him like giving up control. And that's something I think that he has a very hard time doing sometimes. Um, so by him, you know, not being on the on the ground and disarming the bombs um, as Anakin and Ahsoka were doing. I think it also shows him, you know, giving a lot more trust in Anakin. And even though he knows that, you know, this is a very sensitive mission for Anakin and that he's kind of weary knowing his past, that he's allowing, um, you know, Anakin to you know, step up and, like, you know, show himself. Um, So I think that was, like, a huge, like, kind of leap
8: for both of their characters as well.
1: Very nice, very nice. Um,
8: Harith? I was just gonna like echo what Bev said. Just Obi Wan's the most like overdramatic like Jedi. Like he was the perfect man for the job. All right, get this man an Oscar for his acting chops of acting like he's like the most injured and weak Jedi. And the Kylo's like, like your are enslaver is so much better. Like come on, Obi Wan is just the king of charisma. He
1: he he pulled the Palpatine in the in the. Uh... <laughs> Versus Mace Windu, was like,
8: I'm too weak. I'm too weak,
1: and then he gets his lightsaber. Was like, shall we negotiate? now, Mister Dinnah.
8: <laughs> it just like, gives me flashbacks. There's a YouTube compilation of Clone he's Wars of Obi Wan, the so king so... of trolling. <sighs> like, it's literally just compilations of Obi Wan just screwing with his enemy.
9: <laughs>
8: I
1: mean, that's, that's why we love Obi Wan. That's one. That's one part of why we love Obi Wan. Yeah, what's going on?
7: Oh, I, can I also say that part of the reason now that I'm thinking about it, too, part of the reason he probably was like, "Y'all yeah, go get beat up," is because he's used to being beat up. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "This is fine. This is my normal state.
3: This is this is this is my life."
1: Back now. when I was a young and Stu, John, I always got beat up. I was fine.
8: <laughs> Why God always threw me right into the fire?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um. Uh, what question are we on? Sorry. No, I am this, this so The third unprepared. bullet point of episode one. Jeez, already?
8: Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're speed Oh,
3: okay. So Anakin shows in t- Okay. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, think about it. He's He's been through his entire, like, up until he was nine, he knew. Well, nothing... no, 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 no. We're not on that, but we're about to get. <laughs> oh, I thought. We're about to, no. Okay. No. I will th- read it. I will read this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Because uh, we just
1: got through Harith uh, because the gotcha. first question we went Harith, Alanis, Beth, and then we went Beth, Beth Alanis.
3: This is all Herith. my fault. This is why you get better at it. What anyway. have I
2: done? Bozo. What have I done? Oh, Jesus
3: <laughs> All right. Well. Um Anakin shows intense violence towards Dinar uh when he refuses to give up the co- uh colonist. How does this differ from his interaction with Wado in Attack of the Clones? And why do you think the interactions are so different? Don't worry, I'm going to be. I'm I'm live on TikTok, so I'm letting people know where we're at. <laughs>
6: Not the whiteboard. What is, Not what the is, whiteboard.
8: The a tribute I, to I,
3: I can just imagine them the just mic? hopping in, hearing me right. speak with Gilbert Gottfried's voice, and they're like,
8: I'm out of here! Wait <laughs> pull the whiteboard, write all my answers.
3: That's what That's what we want, people. We, we want people. Butts in seats, people. Butts in seats. I'm trying to sell this. All right.
6: <laughs> I'm trying to sell this over here. All right, I Luke, I love yeah, your so, handwriting. Um, I love so, your handwriting.
1: So, so Harith, we'll start with you. Um, what do you? What was different between Anakin and Dinar's interaction between Anakin and Watto's from Attack of the Clones?
8: Well, it's like, again, like I don't want to make this like a writing thing between Lucas's writing and Filoni's writing, but like I kind of have to do this like parallel because I feel like with Filoni, he very much handles like anakin's trauma very differently than lucas lucas kind of just weirdly just shoves it under the rug for like padme and that kind of stuff or me but like and like filoni like to like tackle like anakin's relationship with like slavers and like his trauma coming back up and how he's been trying to hide it from ahsoka his entire life but like when he sees the Zygerian slaver, he's just getting flashbacks of like like him as a kid getting beaten and that kind of stuff so like I feel like this anger is just boiling up because, like, he's been in a war actively and just been trying to avoid that part of his life for the last, like, like what, 10, shoot, 12 years by now? Because, yeah, we're almost like a year from Revenge of the Sith. So, 12 years he's been trying to push this aside. And then all these feelings just boil back up. So, that's how I'd kind of describe that on um, that type of level of Anakin just feeling all this pain and emotion.
3: That's fair very fair i mean that 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 those are all really good points harith um, yeah
1: harith and also too like this is like the, the arc where anakin reveals to ahsoka about his past life yeah and it's so funny because you see in the clone wars movie and many different episodes in the show prior like if anakin's past but ahsoka doesn't understand that until this season four arc like it's been a while <laughs> but um, and then yeah we'll um uh, Beth, do you have any input on the uh, the Dinar Anakin versus the uh, Anakin Watto interaction?
7: Oh, for sure. I think it's definitely, it's a power dynamic because yeah. obviously Anakin had power when he left um, Tatooine to obviously go become a Jedi. And it's, it's like, I don't want to equate it to like coming back and like seeing an ex and like having a blow up, but it's a little bit like that, but in a very mm-hmm. different way. Um, and so, obviously, when he comes back, he's the one in power this time. So things are completely different with Watto. However, with Dinar, Anakin's definitely not. He has no control over the situation, and he has no the like he just it basically puts him back in that state he was when he was a child. So. No,
3: yeah, no, yeah. That's 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 that is interesting that you say the the power dynamic because yeah, and it's interesting because we don't have much. Uh, so we know the the huts. Uh, were in control when they like? Do we have like an origin backstory to how Shmi got with the Huts? Do we have that story? No, not really. No, I'm surprised nobody's written about that. To be honest,
7: somebody at Claudia Gray, go. <laughs> uh, Claudia yeah, Gray.
3: yeah, because I mean, her ek, I think both of those. Both of those writers are more than capable of writing that story, and I mean, Ek's already touched on it. She touches on it in Queen's Hope, if you if you uh, remember. Um, very good, like small little section of of Shmi, um, but yeah. Um, Alanis, your thoughts?
6: Um, I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that, like, when he sees Watto, Watto is like decrepit. He lost everything. Yeah. He's not actively really a slaver anymore, and I think. Um, That gives him like a sense of like, well, now I'm a Jedi, like I'm a Jedi and I got this like hot babe, like I made something of myself. And I think you're totally right, Beth with like having like the power and the control. And then when he sees Dinar, it's someone who is actively involved in slaving in, you know, beating and whipping and torturing that he's like, you know, in the past, I couldn't do anything, but now I can. So I'm going to absolutely annihilate you and make sure that like you wish you were never born. Um, and he has that, you know, he ha- he finally has that power and control to do that. And I think that that kind of gets him going like that gets him excited because he can give that shred of, you know, control and power that he didn't have for, you know, the longest time growing up
5: For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift.
3: No yeah, that's 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 really well done. Um I don't think I could have said anything better on that one. I mean, it's like it, slavers just like it it's very emotional because yet again like Char was saying we he hasn't Anakin hasn't opened up to Ahsoka as much as we think they have. At this point in the Clone Wars, they should know everything about each other at this point.
8: Yeah. And you the, know, and the way that like when you see Anakin like grab the lightsaber and like put it in his neck, and he's like, "Like, where are they?" Like, you see like a face, Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then she she she's so gets left, some left in context. The,
1: the, yeah, she's so. She left finally gets some dark. context as to why he's like that. Why he put a put his lightsaber up to Darth neck? And yeah. I was like, "Whoa, my god! This is this is violent." No, and then I you that... understand, like, his past yeah. is very, um, very Dramatic. torn by what the Zygerians do. So.
6: But I think that also shows a lot for how close Anakin and Ahsoka are that Mm -hmm. she, even though she doesn't know like much of Anakin's past or really his life in general, like let's be real here. Um, She still has this, like, unwavering, like, love and trust and considers him a brother, even when, you know, she's kind of left in the dark about all of these things. And I think that says a lot about Anakin, that he's able to inspire this, like, this trust and this dedication, even when he himself is not able to, you know, give 100%. And I think it just says a lot about who he is, or was,
3: Rip. Oh, somebody said vengeance. Oh, oh, we got a wild brook. (laughs) We got a wild bro. Cue, cue the Batman theme. <laughs> cue, yeah, yeah. Cue the Pull Batman Pull up the screen, theme. Luke. Pull up got the screen. Got it. <laughs> uh, if you are looking for anything Star Wars, DC, Marvel related, uh, she does some awesome, awesome beanies. She does some commissions. She is currently in the works of doing uh, my Air Force One uh, Darth Vader's that I will be wearing to Disney uh, when we go to celebration. Uh, hit up her, fat, her. Uh, I mean, sh- use her Etsy shop, but really, really, really go to her website, Far, Far Away Factory. She does amazing stuff. I'm wearing her Brotherhood sh- t-shirt, and I wear the sweatshirt all the time. Uh, I'm a big fan of hers. Harris got her uh, a beanie. Um, she does great work. I-, I could not recommend her more. Um, and we actually have an announcement that we will do. Re- we'll- we will say after the show about what our plans are for May 4th and she is involved. So yeah. we will, uh, we will, we will go there yeah, before we talk about that. I
1: want to say thank you, Brooke for uh, getting this all. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: Us. Absolutely. Give me and... the money. I'm broke after Disney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah, After Disney and celebration and is, is clear right there. And pay the, the woman. woman! Hey, <laughs> her. No, do it, do it, do it, Char. Do it. Do it in the voice. Do it in the voice. Oh, like what her comments?
2: Yeah. Give me your money. I'm broke after Disney and celebration. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's now it's a
3: bit. Now now it's like I like whenever I tell Char to do it, like he's gonna do the voice. Do it. Yeah, do it. And then
2: (laughs) I'm God, Okay, God. I am here to say Luke's doings, okay? If he needs me to say super uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, I'm here for it. Whoa. That, uh. Your
1: voice uh, is you going to be just, gone by you the you end of this episode. No, I am not going to be like my good old buddy M-Man, all right?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and she's working on my shoes right now, which we love. We love. Um, but, okay, so... Nobody caused an
1: accident, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody (laughs) nobody, (laughs) just... He was like,
3: God, free me! (laughs) God, Ben's like, oh, it's him again! (laughs) All of a sudden. Uh, Uh, okay, so, we are moving on to episode two, Slaves of the Republic. Uh, Char. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um... uh, we got two votes for yes, so, I mean, now you, I guess you kind of have to do it. Okay, this you know this one's not long either. Okay, okay.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: Season four, episode twelve, "Slaves of the Republic." Oh, Jesus! All right, the plot summary:
2: Kidnapped <laughs> during a separatist invasion of the planet Kyros, thousands of peaceful colonists are abducted by Zygerrian slavers. <laughs> Determined to find the missing colonists, the Jedi traveled to Siberia, home of the galaxy's most notorious slave empire. (laughs) Ten
6: out of ten. The way way he said,
2: Siberian, just like, the
3: way he just emphasized that was just so freaking
8: amazing. Just throw the Tom Kane impression in Yeah, no,
3: you're doing Godfrey for the rest of the 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 series. Is that that it? Okay, so instead of... Kidnapped.
8: I'm gonna say
2: yeah.
3: kidnapped.
8: Okay.
2: <laughs> good enough. Good enough.
1: When we get new Star Wars movies, Char has to read the opening crawl in this. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, that's actually a good idea. That's that's a good idea.
3: Um, uh, maybe on that stream that we'll do, you'll 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 it's have right to read them. Um, you have to read it. Uh, read the crawl that of the movie that we watch in. coffee right? no. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll what's
1: the, we'll get we'll get that uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um
3: okay, so the theme and I'm going to put my glasses on cuz I just realized I haven't been wearing my glasses the entire time. <laughs> and you're like, so I, I apologize. Um I could, but they're blue light and I'd rather not go blind. Okay, so the theme uh, of this episode is actually uh, acting as someone you are not to become closer to who you are. Um basically the moral is those who enslave others inevitably become slaves themselves. With that being said, this is one of the only times Anakin admits to being a slave and and, and I, identifying his past. This episode deals a lot with accepting who these characters are fundamentally. How do an a- Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan's actions correlate to who they are fundamentally as people and their beliefs? Okay. Come on. Don't I'm just gonna kick once. it off
6: because like I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, oh, yeah. I, I this is so like this is why this arc is my absolute favorite in the Clone Wars in general. Like I love it to death. And I think it's because this does the best job at showing their characterization like better than Mortis. Like oh, yeah, I think Mortis absolutely. has no can't even touch this because we see Obi-Wan. Because, you know, Obi-Wan, all he wants to do is, like, help people. And for the first time, like, he can't. And he has to, like, deal with that. And, like, you know, and that brings on a connection later on to, like, you know, the Kenobi series and him, like, not being able to be a Jedi, which is who he fundamentally is. Then we see Anakin, who, for the first time, has to deal with, like, this his past and his trauma and, like, his, you know, lack of control and something that he's, like, not good at. And then we have Ahsoka, who's just, like, trying to vibe in the middle. And I think it does such, like, a fantastic job, like, really showcasing all of them. And, like, one of my favorite... What
8: is that? <laughs> That's
2: how <laughs> oh I am trying to hold back laughter before we that going it on the side. I not even Sorry. see hey, wait, it. Wait,
8: wait, wait.
3: Do it.
1: You got to sure. do it. Do it. Do it. Wait, wait. I have to read it just in case if it's, you know, something not, you know, put me in a bad position. All right, cool.
2: To think we're got we gotta keep kissing up to that chump and his chump <laughs> daughter for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Iconic. Okay, sorry. Go. Please, someone clip that.
5: That's yeah. it. <laughs> that the, the, and the, and hundredth- the episode. The hundred- I, nothing's gonna be answer. better.
3: <laughs> the hundredth episode. This is definitely going to be clipped at the end. <laughs> like I. Somebody better. Edit every single one, or somebody should do. So I do every Thursday on TikTok. I go, it's Thursday,
2: y'all. It's would make, Thursday, yeah, yeah, y'all. You would know make, what that
10: means.
2: <laughs> y'all it's would time make for another yeah, episode. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all y'all would, y'all,
3: y'all would make me like literally tear up if y'all like made a compilation of that free of me of that what like like you saying it. like, like, it's Thursday you know no, just, just <laughs> everybody just every single person like that's in the community just like does it oh God I'd lose it
6: but I we gotta get the, the right. angle right
3: like yeah, could you like... film
6: it like this every single time no I you don't, don't. It's so fun yes yeah. you do no I don't I, I just I really don't
1: accident and now it's a thing
8: <laughs> Kind of like, how like
1: did look when we were making the impact. notes I started doing that and you're like
2: ha yeah now I'm doing
1: it everyone's like
2: and I'm like okay it's settled then. <laughs> also, Luke, put away your whiteboard! <laughs> I'm trying gonna... to promote! Get out of here! I was going to let put on the
8: whiteboard like, and, like, at the end and be like, go subscribe! <laughs> I had not, that yeah. ready, okay?
7: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. oh I just want to like, with the whiteboard comes the tarot card reading. Like, where's the tarot card reading?
3: <laughs> we we got to make that into our act. That might be for Rebels. Don't worry. We'll okay. figure it out. Tarot
7: card reading.
3: We'll, 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 we'll work on that. Over on YouTube. Ah, Alright, so uh, answer- who's, got the- who's got the magical answer here? To this um, question
8: I mean, Alanis got interrupted with L- 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 Gilbert Godfrey Yeah, that is true I forgot about that
6: <laughs> Um, I don't remember what I was saying I'm going to be real with you um, <laughs> Let's just hope whatever I was saying was insightful Um, Maybe a little funny, I don't know But we're just going to go with whatever I said And if anyone else wants to chime in Go for it Because <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying
8: I, mean, I, I i can i can kind of repeat what you're saying i can 100 percent retweet what you're saying about why this arc is honestly i would say this the most underrated arc of the entire series oh it's nigerian slavers i don't think it's far. the most underrated but it's it's very underrated it's yeah, very it was, underrated i would agree with that because the like the commentary of like them discovering of anakin being a slave because they really don't touch upon it ever besides this arc which i find just so odd that they drop in Phantom Minutes and mean, just like, oh, we're never gonna acknowledge it. Like the most we'll ever acknowledge of that is like Anakin's like parallel of him being a slave his entire life. Like I get the whole parallel, but like I just find it weird that they just never talk about it. So like like the way that like this episode just really comes to terms about how like Obi-Wan is like talking to Ahsoka about how like Anakin's been trying to like not talking about his past and like Anakin like interrogating slavers and like losing his mind and like how he turns it on later. It's just like this whole episode is just so interesting, of how like it touches the traumatization of Anakin Skywalker. It's just uh, so good. <laughs> God damn it,
3: Kieran! Damn it, Kieran!
1: Yeah, and I see, I totally see what you mean, Harris. Like, um, if you don't mind putting up that um that comment that Chris said above uh, Kieran's, it says you were uh, talking about Obi Wan wanting to help people and not being able to be in a position to do so. And that's that literally sums up his character in the second no, I, episode of the arc. Yeah, absolutely. With, with Obi-Wan playing the role of this character that you know, because obviously they wouldn't put Anakin to do that. That would just be criminal. Um, I would have put it, I <laughs> put it past Yoda.
2: I would Yoda wasn't Yoda. there. <laughs> <laughs> if Yoda
6: was there, Yoda would have been like, All right, Anakin, uh part two. I have zero faith in that little, little the sequel. I <laughs> zero faith. Well, I don't
2: but
1: know no it's it's so weird to see obi-wan in such a low position and seeing him be like at like essentially his lowest as as he's ever been and then he rex is you know out and about you know doing his thing and then anakin is just the the smooth talker and ahsoka is this basically the 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 impromptu slave that is the one that anakin was like wait what is it what does ahsoka say unhand me you friggin, friggin'. Oh, yeah friggin'. you're friggin'.
2: Yeah.
8: <laughs> and like the and face anakin makes so it are so funny anakin's like what the hell are you doing yeah they paused like, for a second there
3: he's was like he like, was he's like i was a slave once i never once said that so you got to work on your slave talk apparently <laughs> i'm just like wow okay <laughs> no but um beth do you have any input on the um on that question
1: about everyone's characters in this next episode
7: yeah so um i think just echoing what everyone has said part of the reason this arc is so amazing is because it does strip them of the preconceived notions uh that we have about the characters their pretenses and all of their powers if you will because like with obi Wan, he can't use the force at all. Yeah. Uh, we obviously know that he not only relies upon that for his job, if you will, but um, also for like strength and emotional reserves and whatnot. Um, and so I think it's fascinating that they have like taken that all away and you still see that fundamentally he's somebody who does genuinely want to help people, um, mm-hmm. at least in that capacity. And it's really interesting too that they do this without, because generally you would think if you're going to do something like this character wise, you would have like Obi Wan and Anakin together because it would be easier to contextualize the two, because you, you know we know how they act around the other. But I find mm-hmm. it fascinating that they separated them and then did this.
3: Yeah, that is very true because a lot of the, I mean, besides the last arc, uh, they were a little separated, but not like in the in the same vein as as it as it is now. A lot of the Clone Wars, Anakin and Obi Wan are literally right next to each other almost.
5: Coming to CuriosityStream, go on an adventure. 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagine? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly annual and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com.
0: 50 percent of the time so i mean that's true
3: you're taking away that 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 sort of comfort zone like this is very very this the this arc in particular is very it gets you out of your these last two arcs are very much they get you out of your comfort zone they they bring up issues that that you don't really think are in star wars but when they're brought up it's it's fantastically done you know what i mean
8: like the parallel later in the episode of like ahsoka in a cage hanging off like the cliff it's like literally it's like what her character was at this time it's because they didn't know what they're gonna do with the character so she's literally just hanging over here like oh we could drop her we could kill her or we keep her alive like it's just like kind of felonies and lucas's commentary of what the character of ahsoka was at this moment in time i have so
6: many thoughts on that scene like so many because i love it because we see her being kind of like this quote-unquote good padawan when we first hear she's sitting she's meditating she's connecting with the force and then you know we see um you know dinar at the top and you just kind of see her go and he falls and that is very anakin And that's Mm -hmm. such like an anakin move to like cause trouble and cause chaos and then immediately afterwards like you know she's shocked and i think that is kind of almost like the obi-wan in her in the situation of like reminding her that like your actions have consequences. Doesn't matter if you're Anakin Skywalker, no matter what you do, like you're going to have consequences. And I think mm-hmm. that was one of the first times um that it kind of really hits her because when she sees consequences, it is always happening to like other people or like Anakin kind of like, you know, it's like that buffer. Cause like, you know, she's the chosen ones, Padawan and all that. Um, And I think for the first time she is alone and she is experiencing like okay, well, if I'm going to be like Anakin, I have to realize that I got to take it like Anakin. Um, and I think that scene is just like, I. It, there's just so much growth in that scene and I love it so much.
3: Nice. That tracks. I like it. I like it, Picasso. Um, uh, um, uh, we'll move into the next question then since everybody gave great answers. Uh so it's commonly a meme how Anakin quote unquote flirts within this episode. Do you think that this is growth from his relationship with Padme or do you see it more as a way of a way to overcompensate for trauma he experienced in his early childhood? And now that we're talking about trauma, uh, I get to pick who gets to talk about it and I go Beth because she talks about trauma every day on every single. Day until the show comes out. Sad quote. So there you go. Hit me with the hard <laughs> sad facts here.
7: Okay. Well, I think so. I think this is a, a very multifaceted question because I think we have to look at how Anakin has chosen to cope with things and to cope with traumatic events. Because the last time we saw him flirt, if you will, was before. I mean, was before in Attack of the Clones. There's been a lot that's gone on since then. He's a very different person, um, and so clearly he's this is a very traumatic experience. He's being put in a very difficult power dynamic again. Um, And then you throw on top of the fact that there's like a woman and he's like, oh, okay. Um, So I think it's definitely like overcompensation, but it's also, he's playing the part. Like he's he's taking himself out of it as much as possible by overcompensating and by playing up this like role. Because if it's too much like him, then it's too close to home. So he has to make it,
3: just very extravagant no yeah that's absolutely like he's gotta he's gotta play his part because if he doesn't then he's just gonna lose control and it's just gonna bring back all these bad memories of of him as a kid and his mom and then the memory of his mother dying and just that whole emotional damage and it's just it's tough harris what are your thoughts
8: well again like i think i kind of lie on the meme answer of like it's obviously Padme definitely taught him like flirtation skills as like they got married because of like and like Anakin attacks clones to Anakin to now it's like night and day of like how you could just turn charisma on a dime and like you could tell that Padme definitely like, influenced him how to flirt. It's just like again like I'm gonna lean into the meme on that one.
3: No, yeah, that's 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 definitely true.
1: I find it incredible how much uh, this episode connects, or the connect, the questions we have connect so closely with Episode Two. We have oh, the yeah. water one, and then we have the the flirting one. I like it.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, real quick, what does everybody think Anakin whispers into the ear of the uh, the queen? Oh no!
8: <laughs> Do you like sand?
6: Do you want to get your podcast?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you like sand?
8: No, uh, no. Go to Lannis answer. I was curious. I was no, curious. yeah, 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 Lannis. <laughs> No, I was I was just about to say
6: I don't think you want to get like your podcast like rated R. So I, I mean, like the same on it. No, I mean,
3: we cuss a lot. What are you talking about?
6: No, I I think I'm good.
8: <laughs> no, no. Let's oh us you, you can't you can't tease us like that. And go oh, coward! I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna start it and then never just coward and start it. And, uh, he it, might just...
6: have had a very creative um, no, you know, man. scenario involving you know the whips. Ooh, that, oh, you know, okay. she uh, has. All
3: you right, all know, right. You never know. You all never right. know what Anakin's got hey, in his back pocket. Hey, we don't kink shame here. Right, right. We're we not going to kink shame we're Anakin. We're not going to kink shame. No, right? actually,
1: so when Anakin went up to her ear, that, that, all he said was this.
8: Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, this is the time to say pay for YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Um, uh, Chris, Chris does a good one. It, this is what Anakin said to the Queen. <laughs> hey, you know what I? What are you doing, little mama? Hey, yeah, you doing, little mama? Let me whisper <laughs>
5: to you. Yeah. Me yeah. to you.
6: He actually just whispers the entire B movie script. Uh, the entire
8: B movie script. No, he, uh, he just he just whispers the entire plot of Revenge of the Sith. He just yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah
6: spoils yeah. it.
3: No, yeah, and then this is funny. Anakin flashback in his head to when he and Obi Wan met Lando. Oh, god,
8: Lando just turns Anakin's Christmas to 100. Yeah, yeah,
3: huh? And then sticks and stones may break my bones, but chips and uh, chains and whips excite me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 and i can see obi-wan
8: go and it's like it's just like what <laughs> what does that even mean
6: i think Obi Wan would be like well at least he's creative yeah it's a true. good metaphor because
1: your beauty makes the brightest stars seem dull by comparison <laughs> stop oh. it lars
3: oh god no You're but what do you what would you what do you think he would say he would be saying <gasps>
1: <laughs> um. Well, obviously he was tell He was
3: flirting with her in the Gilbert Gottfried. Is, she, is voice. your ne- no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> How oh, are you? Oh no, no. Okay, now you got to do it for Traco, because
8: he's oh, here. Oh
10: yeah.
8: Ah, <sighs> I have to Char. You can't. You can't. You can't start teeth like that. i
1: am I'm, I'm waiting until the next. Okay. All time. right. All right, right. We'll do we'll, then. We'll, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you seen uh, the, uh, Ahsoka
1: in on the comic version yes. of this arc?
8: Because this was inspired no. hey, by a... Hey,
3: hey, 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 hey,
2: that's one of my facts! Stop! <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
8: oh. alright, well,
2: there you go
3: um Damn. uh no but no so now i got sidetracked to the audio to this is just gonna be fantastic to no the, the sidetrack
8: of the audio that's just laughing at oh. random things without any context and, and the people are gonna be like what the fuck um
3: <laughs> uh i got atlantis's uh answer for this question i got harris beth did i get your answer on no i got beth's answer on this question first Alanis, did you give yours yeah okay and harris you
8: gave yours yes
3: okay We're we're good sorry this is chaotic as that. Yeah. Yeah. Chaotic. Sorry. All right. Next question. Uh, while Obi-Wan knew that he wasn't truly ever a slave as Anakin was, do you think that this, that his time in torture at the hands of Zygerians helped, help to con? Oh God. Conceptualize. God dang. Anakin's childhood better. Do you think he felt closer to Anakin after this experience in this episode?
6: My heart wants to say yes but my gut says no. And I know that's like an unpopular answer. And I like and I know that sounds awful. But I I don't think that Obi-Wan, even though I think he did show a lot of growth from this, I don't think he could ever truly connect to how Anakin felt because he knew in the very very back of his brain that like he was going to get out of this somehow, whereas yeah. Anakin like didn't have that like security like you know had Qui-Gon not wound up you know on Tatooine like you know the galaxy's biggest problem was just a kid with a bowl cut so I I don't think that Obi-Wan could ever truly understand I think that maybe like little things here and there he would kind of be able to conceptualize more and like you know empathize more with Mm -hmm. but I think overall I, I can't really say that this brought them Closer in any way, unfortunately, and I, I think that's like a like a hot
3: take. That is a hot take. I know, I, I know, I, it's I a don't, hot take. I, I don't think Beth thinks the same.
7: I actually agree. Oh, uh, yes! and
8: also and I agree yes too. So, wow, yeah, all three guests agreeing on this.
7: Wow, I have a whole and I think okay. it's so. Uh, in all honesty, I think that Obi Wan, in order to relate to Anakin with this experience, it requires some like very serious processing on his part um and I don't think that's something he would even attempt to get into (laughs) in all honesty um and I also think that he also knows I feel like he is he's very emotionally intuitive to the extent where he would know hey if I try to relate you know to Anakin in this way it's going to just like distance us even more and make it even more like you know
3: combatants instead of yeah yeah Yeah.
7: like okay i totally understand now because i went through something similar so i don't think he'd even try um but because of that i also think it's something that they wouldn't talk about more like so obi-wan definitely wouldn't try and like prompt anakin to talk more about his childhood because he's like oh i know how traumatic some of that was now so i completely agree that i think it would distance them more yeah
3: wow way to flip that one into a one maybe.
8: <laughs> never mind.
3: Then uh Harith?
8: Kind of building on what Beth said with that is I agree. I feel like what would happen with Obi-Wan in his mind would be like I can relate but like in reality they can't. They would never bring it up. They would never talk about it. Honestly I think it would bring Anakin and Ahsoka closer together and it would bring Anakin and Obi-Wan together because I think Ahsoka would understand more of the traumatizing experience because she got like a shock collar on her neck constantly getting shocked like every 30 seconds like yeah. he's at a cage and like yes Obi-Wan got beaten and like and he got like anytime you try to help anybody like that would help but like that only existed because he was a jedi and they were just like singling him out of like no anytime you try to help anybody gonna cause more pain that wasn't a because like wano didn't know anakin was force sensitive besides like oh he's good at pod racing for some reason but like besides that they didn't really know that he was force sensitive so like um, this has a different experience because obi-wan had gotten treated different he had like a higher class of like oh man. you try to help someone you they die like that's just straight up what it is
3: yeah, yeah, I mean, that that, that is very, I, I would, th- see, like, the only reason why I would think, now that I think about it, Beth, like, every single time, like, you do a sad quote, it's like, Obi-Wan trying to relate so, 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 so much and just time. failing. So it's like, at this point, like, he's just like, why? Why do I want to do that? Like, that's not how, like, this, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be able to connect with him on this level. So why try? Why, why make it more difficult on the relationship than it's already, than it it already is? You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's, 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 it. I, you would think that it would make him, make him come closer, but it, it makes sense that it wouldn't.
7: It reminds me so much of that quote from the Revenge of the Sith novelization, the one how um, every now and then Obi Wan would try and catch Anakin's eye again and smile at his Padawan, but the war had changed them both. Like it was. It uh, reminds me so much of that quote. Oh,
8: Damn it's just that freaking novelization! Yeah, the and that's novelization, why Beth is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: the novelization just they give us sadness, yeah, and facts, and, and emotional facts. damage. Oh, good night, uh, Char. What were your thoughts?
1: Um, you see, here's the thing. So Anakin's like, I feel like Ahsoka with her role in this episode. Um, I, th- I think it's, it gives them a like a it gives her a little perspective on what Anakin's life was like, especially being hung up on that cage, okay. um, dangling out, like off of the ledge, mm-hmm. um, and just getting the these subtle moments of like these, this terror, this terrifying lifestyle that the Zygurians have. Yeah. And what it's, what it's like to be what Anakin was over 10 years ago. And it's, it's, it's sad to see that. And Obi-Wan's situation is terrible, but um I just think that the three will come closer together from this. And, I think Obi-Wan and Ahsoka will have a little bit of a different perspective on Anakin and just just understand that Anakin had this life as a child. And yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Because and the difference between those two and Anakin is that they had a chip inside their body, and if you tried to escape, they blow you up. Boom. Boom.
3: How <laughs> wooed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that's, that's my insane. Thoughts. Uh, Char, last plot summary.
8: Oh, here we go. Oh, good uh. God,
3: Chaco, get ready for this. Everybody that uh. just joined, get ready for this. You're not ready. All right. Okay.
1: All right. Three, two. Okay, hey, don't one. count down. Hey, my I my fly. voice is not is all not. Right,
8: all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I just imagine right. he just starts as Tom Kane that he transitions. <laughs> okay.
1: Imagine doing yeah. like a um, a remix of that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so season four, episode thirteen the last episode of the Zygerian Slave Arc, Escape from Kadavo.
2: A people enslaved <laughs> to locate the abducted colonists on the peace-loving world. The Jedi infiltrated the slaver planet of Zygeria, only to be captured by its ambitious queen, who plots to rebuild her empire of oppression. Now, even Obi-Wan Kenobi must come to terms with a life in chains.
3: There you go. Okay, go for Godfrey. I'm, that was that was man. But... Uh, have yeah. hey. You know you get to do one one plot summary next next week. You are doing that in Godfrey's. Okay,
1: that's fine. I just like I have to like in order for it to. You like, have now you have now given out, the ability
3: to, to
8: to poke you, and do do it do it no no do the funny it. thing like i said you got to do you got to start off as like Tom Kane, the and it. then one of them and then just randomly transition into gilbert godfrey just to throw people off oh god that would <sighs> have been complete
3: and utter chaos okay so uh the theme for episode three is showing your true character through your actions not just your words the moral great hope can come from small sacrifices Obi Wan's main priority as a Jedi is to help those around him. For the first time, he realizes he realizes that he is hel- he is helpless. He sees that helping does more harm than good. How do you think this experience uh, follows Obi Wan throughout his time in the Clone Wars, and how do you think uh, this affected Obi Wan's philosophy with the Order and his own personal feelings? Beth.
7: so many things i have to say about this one um i think i mean literally this every single thing this man tries to do is him helping and then inevitably it just reminds me like for example the lawless like it's him trying to help and instead it gets the teen killed um and i think that is obviously extremely difficult for him fundamentally because he's only Mm -hmm. known being a jedi and he's only known a certain way of living and how to relate to people and how to you know that's that's who he is he is a jedi in, through and through um but primarily this reminds me so much of the quote from the obi-wan teaser trailer that we have the jedi cannot help you know who they are their compassion leaves a trail
4: yeah. um
7: and so that was kind of the one thing that i was like oh yes he's still you know always going to be the self-sacrificial person who is hoping for something good um but at the same time it's like these things just keep repeating themselves um so yeah I mean he's always going to try and do what's right because that's who he is but at the same time it's also going to get people hurt and I think you can see the damage build up um Mm -hmm. especially by the Clone Wars season seven when Bo-Katan kind of confronts him and it's like you know I thought my sister meant something to you um, I think we can start to see a glimpse of it there. I think we definitely see it from Ben to the Smith, and I think we're about to see a ton of it in the show. And
3: uh, we are gonna talk about that in a little bit. But <laughs> does anybody read this in like uh, when 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 he uh, when who is it? When... Uh, no, John oh, C. Riley. I'm no, a child. When, no, when John C. This is outrageous. It, no, when John C. Riley talks to Will Ferrell's character, and it's like it's like. Fergie in caviar had a, had a baby, and it's <laughs> you. Like that's how I read this. When when J when did J Jonah Jameson have a Jewish baby with Gilbert uh, Gilbert Goffrey? My God. Anyway, sorry. Had to had to add that. But Hoffman. Yes, you're Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin on a quarter every time somebody says it. All right. Anyway, Alanis, <laughs> your thoughts.
6: I honestly, I don't think I have anything else to add. I think Beth, like honestly, summed it up perfectly.
3: She just knocks it out of the park all the time,
8: Harith? Again, Atlantis The just said, "How can I follow that? How? How? You,
3: <laughs> you, you literally can't. You literally can't. Anything Obi Wan related, it's like automatically to it's automatically, it's to, Beth. automatically to Beth. Like they, they, <laughs> she knows this character. Like it's like it, she knows herself, and it's it's that's the most amazing part. Is that I I think I know Obi Wan, the character, and then I get. I get an interesting fact or I get a a sad quote that opens my mind, my third eye of Obi-Wan and I'm just like, "Oh wow, I never thought of it I've thought of it that way." So, and and it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Um, so the next question is, Anakin shows compassion to the queen after she is murdered by Dooku. Uh, why do you think he gave her support in her dying moments? What does this say about Anakin's character? Does this show growth? Uh, from his time during attacks the clones. Anybody want that?
7: I love this. So, like, even this question just gives me chills because I think it shows so much growth, but it also relates back to the fact when um, it's basically like she's a slave as well. Like, he realizes that she is, and everyone is a slave in some capacity to some either philosophy or, you know, an actual system. Um, and I think it's that moment where Anakin really has, a like he's able to have this compassion and this empathy and be like, okay, I understand like you were a a bad person and you did bad things, but like you were also a slave, the same as I was. Um, and I think it's a very powerful moment that he is able to do that, because typically he tends to hold maybe a little bit of a grudge, which is fine. Um, but it's 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 just such a powerful, amazing moment.
3: No, yeah, Lannis.
6: I
7: think it honestly, also,
6: yeah, I think it just like shows that he, in a way, is starting to understand like the world around him a little bit more. And he's kind of opening his eyes less to like the more selfish view, because I think a lot of Anakin that we see, he is, you know, kind of selfish. He wants hit things his way and he wants it done his way and he wants it done on his time. And like, Mm -hmm. honestly, respect that, Bestie. Um, But at the same time, I think.
3: That's. I'll times. make it to
6: six by the end of this episode um, <laughs> but <laughs> the bestie count um, there we go so anyway um, I think that it's really showing him um, you know gaining a larger perspective on the world around him and not being so like Anakin centered and more seeing that like oh wow like other people went through like awful things and as much as I like want to say that he grew from it um i don't think he grew enough to stop you know the inevitable and i think that is a huge thing with anakin in general is he gets like right there he gets right there on you know being the person that he's supposed to be and then he is just brought back down and i think that is you know a a huge tragedy of anakin is that he can't take that final step um to really become the person who you know he we all want him to be um there's a lot of debate on if he should or not but
3: oh yeah here
8: well again what atlantis is saying like this is i really like to call it like anakin's like very like it's like poetry it rhymes to like luke like anakin has that moment where he just like when she dies it's very very similar to the the you have arrived scene with vader and luke and return to jedi anakin has that moment of like I understand what you've just gone through. Like, oh, like I said, like everyone has their own master who they serve. They may be at the top of the portal, but like they always have to serve somebody and it just keeps going up and up and up. And just the amount of pain that like Duku has caused her and like how her vision was flawed. And like, it's just, again, it's like poetry. It rhymes.
3: Yeah. Jar. What
8: was the question again?
2: Die. Gonna make me <laughs> I'm sorry, if it, you man. if you saw
1: me chuckling, I was rewatching my my uh my my plot summaries and I was just cracking up. <laughs> I, was like, I even impress myself sometimes, you know?
3: Okay. Anakin shows compassion to the queen after she is murdered by Dooku. Why do you think he gave her support in her dying moments? What does this say about Anakin's character? Does it show growth from uh his time during Attack of the Clones?
1: Of course, yeah, because it's just him trying to overcome his past, and him being the position of power and understanding why they do that, I feel like it gave him a little bit of insight as to, like, not all... Because her dying words were, I am also a slave as well. The the slave queen herself. And it, like... I think it it struck up something in his head, like, I guess we all are meant to be this, like... Like who like a person of power can also be controlled too. And like in that sort of way as well. So and also the amount of times Anakin has had to deal with Dooku and it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm like I'm glad that Anakin like despite the slave queen dying, Anakin showed her some compassion despite her job and her her stance in the war. So it's like I'm glad Anakin took it that way. And it just shows the how much two years can change in a person. So,
3: oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just shows because I mean, at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, he would have taken her head right off. Oh, absolutely. Let's be real. Absolutely, he would have he would decapitated her. But
1: that's also Obi Wan, like you know, like teaching him to focus on the bigger picture. Like if you have to be like you know a slaver, like as someone who was formerly a slave, it's like whatever you got to do to get the job done. And I'm glad that Anakin is able to put his own personal feelings aside, just like the yep. the theme of the very first episode yep. to focus on getting the
3: job done. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Now to the final question. Uh, Ahsoka shows herself as a diplomat during the final scenes of the episode, especially with uh, her desire to save her people. What does this say about her character development and how does this, show how she is a reflection of both anakin and obi-wan Harris?
8: well again like like i said it just shows like how much growth like ahsoka has gone through the last two years of the war and like how much anakin has trust for her just to like let her go because like prior years anakin would have been like no you're staying with me we're helping getting rid of this Anakin was just like no i understand go go help your people and the way of just like it's just so beautiful of like how like Ahsoka just goes in there and like jumps across and everyone's like, it's like, Oh my God, it's just grew to Jedi. Like they just have never seen that before. Just like that, like instant reaction of that. And like how, and it was like helping get, like getting all the ships down and like her, like helping people and like, like the one that like falls off and like, she just jumps and like flips and catches her. It's just, it's just so beautiful. Like showing how far she has come since the clone wars movie. And also, I was literally going to bring that up afterwards, I was waiting, until I got all the points off. Oh, yeah. I was
6: about to. I was about to. Um, so, quick side note from Ahsoka. Um, one, Rex is so hot in this episode. Like, I'm point blank. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment, in a post, in a second... Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together.
10: Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org.
9: Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes, and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Point blank. He is
6: absolutely, looks great. Phenomenal, but (laughs) I think, yes, it, it, yeah, top 10. It really is top 10 hottest Star Wars moments. But I think more than that, I think what I really like about Rex in this episode is that it shows like, um, like his own independence that he's like, you know what, like, I know who I am as a person and not just as a clone. And I care so much about like my generals and the people around me that I'm willing to do, you know, murder. Um, to get to that point and I think that kind of like parallels to Ahsoka as well where they're kind of that like in between where you know you have Rex who is almost like a mix in a way of um, Ahsoka and Anakin where they're both Mm -hmm. kind of this like crazed you know like I will do anything for the people that I love but also you kind of have Ahsoka's more or less like I think I kind of follow rules in some vicinity and you see a lot of that within Obi-Wan obviously and then with Ahsoka it's like you know like the same thing so I I think both of them have a lot of great parallels in this episode
3: yeah,
8: yeah. to like build on top of that like if you really think about it like obviously they chronologically I don't think Umbara and, and I think I'm frozen. Plays <laughs> match up but like like if you think about it just like that honestly kind of just plays into what Rex just went through and Umbara of like should I listen to like the Jedi orders and like should I? Am I responsible for this? Like no, like I am an independent thinker. I could do what I want. Like because he knew Obi Wan was never going to do it. Like Obi Wan just has like this like I want to say like high ground like mentality of like I'm better than you type philosophy. But like Obi Wan would never would stoop down to that low just to kill him. So like Rex being the one that steps up being like you know what screw this I'm done. I'm, I'm like yeah. my own independent thinker. I could do what I want. I serve the Republic and I serve the light. Screw you. I'm like I'm not playing your games.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. I do love that. I love that. I'm no Jedi. He throws it well, and it, it also it's also funny that uh I mean that saying gets said again by Ahsoka in Rebels.
8: It's like poetry. It rhymes. It, it rhymes.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth, your thoughts?
7: Oh man, as far as Ahsoka or as far as Rex, or just uh,
0: both. <laughs> both. Um,
7: so I love the moment with Ahsoka and how she is given. It's basically like her taking her agency back. And I think that really shows, I think that's kind of the first time where she really feels empowered as a Jedi and also as an individual um, because she is obviously Togruta, and she is able to relate and be like, okay, I see myself in this um, and really giving her the opportunity to take that agency back and take a leadership role um and having her step up into that and do it so flawlessly is something that is very much i think obi-wan in that nature but also as far as like the part of her that's anakin is the part where she cares so you can this really see how much this has like affected her and yeah. how much she cares and how deeply she cares um and it's it's like a beautiful moment where it is a balance of the two and i love it so much
3: no yeah absolutely see i told you brooke we were gonna get it in there we got we got the rex talk in there I remember her saying that like if we
1: weren't talking if we didn't talk about Rex, she wasn't gonna watch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so glad that she uh <laughs> We we pandered a little bit. We pandered. So you better talk about Rex. Uh, I swear. Chart. <laughs> sure. Uh now uh it's time for three interesting facts. Yes.
1: <laughs> I saw in the uh you see what I added in the notes.
3: Oh no,
1: wait, hold on. Wait, what? I, I added it to the notes if, if you could see. Oh,
3: eh, well.
1: I didn't. All right. Anyways, what if I did this all in Godfrey anyway? Uh, No, no. Three interesting facts about a certain Clone arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 24, the Zygerian Slave Arc Edition. Fact one, this arc happened before its release. The episode Kidnapped is the first installment of a three-part arc that adapts the comic series Slaves of the Republic, originally published as six issues by Dark Horse Comics in 2008 and collected as a digest-sized paperback. The comics release the same time as the TV series' first launch, and as such, take place earlier in the timeline than the, ep- than the episodes itself. Ahsoka is younger in the comic, and Rex, Anakin, and Obi-Wan have their Season 1 looks. Fact 2. Episode 6. Concept Art The HH-87 Starhopper design used by the Zygerians in the Escape from Kadabo episode is based on an original concept illustration for the Imperial shuttle developed for Return of the Jedi. Fact 3. Arabesh Translation The Arabesh found on some of the display screens developed for the Zygerian facility read, Facility operations are running at maximum capacity. Transport of slaves is strictly prohibited without proper identification. And, holding cell bay door activated. And, this one's kind of funny, Zygerian News this afternoon, two tourists from Alderon died in a speed bike accident. Obviously, they spent too much time in the cantina on Moss Eisley. And there you wow. have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the
3: Zygerian slave arc. That's an interesting one. That that those were good. Those were really good facts. Nice job, Char. Nice job. Well done. And you can't uh, forget about this fact. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, he Return does it, Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he does it even before. He does it in the mall. Uh, no, not he does
1: in it the, in, the, uh, in the in the in the in the Nightsister arc. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it. It. Not even just the that. It, like the whole like situation. is just a callback. Yeah, Return of the yeah, Jedi yeah, with yeah. the lightsabers and R two, and then Anakin yeah. Obi Wan pretending like they're being executed. But this one, R two has more
1: lightsabers.
8: <laughs> double <laughs> yeah. the lightsabers, double the fun. Double the yeah. <laughs>
3: So, uh, if you haven't uh, been watching this, uh, <laughs> watching our podcast, uh, we like to rank every episode, uh, um, or every arc, or every episode that we talk about. Yelling bad, Padawan okay, Jedi Knight good, Jedi Master great, Grandmaster Chef kiss. Um, last week we had a uh, overwhelming. Uh, grand, I think only one right, person had Chef's a kiss. Jedi Master. Is that but you? other
1: no no I had a grandmaster for the Umbara oh, arc
3: oh okay
8: um we'll go with uh, Harris
3: what's your ranking
8: I want to see if I can set the tone I'm gonna go with grandmaster it's a Chef Kiss arc Underrated.
3: nice nice <laughs> yeah Beth
7: oh definitely grandmaster this is probably my favorite arc or one of the my top two favorite arcs so definitely grandmaster
3: Alana are you still here.
6: I'm still here. I don't know if my camera's like working. I don't know. It's a bit delayed. Yeah, but we can have a little bit delay. Yeah. Rest in peace. All right. Rest (laughs) in peace, me. Um. But grandmaster, (laughs) easy.
3: Yeah. Everybody in the chat, easy. Yeah. Let uh, everybody in the chat. Uh, let us know what you guys think of this ranking. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, a little opportunity that we've got. Um, thanks to Brooke or uh, uh, underscore, B-dazzler. B-dazzler underscore uh, we have the opportunity to stream uh, on stream lounge and participate in their May the 4th uh, celebration that starts from May 2nd to the 8th. Um, we are trying to get down a date that we want to do because obviously we have to do a podcast on the 6th. Um, so we might end up doing something Friday night on the 6th, maybe. Uh, but I know for a fact we are streaming revenge of the Sith that night. Uh, so we will be live me and char, um, watching revenge of the Sith on stream lounge. Uh, all the links will be sent, uh, through our social media, Um, we would be honored if you would join us. As always, uh, that's what our plans are for May the fourth. Uh, but now, but but what's our exact plans for May the fourth? Uh, we don't. I don't even know. We'll we'll talk about that. We could be. uh, We could be on a. We could be on a podcast.
1: Who knows? That is true. But just to get the gist of things, we will be. We are invited to watch and stream on this company. It's called Stream Lounge and I we am. would be very appreciative if you guys come and watch us you guys can watch along with us talk star wars and it would be a very fun time for and, all of us
3: and if we get enough people we give away stuff from far far away factory that's that's also the other thing that i i just remembered uh, so mm-hmm. i mean if you ever if you want free merch from brook's store come watch come hang out watch revenge of the sith and i can tell you how many ways it, It's Anakin's fault that he falls to the dark side. (laughs) Boom goes the dynamite. And now we're going to talk about Star Wars news. (laughs) And just like every other week, just like every other week, guess what we're going to be Talking about Obi Wan Kenobi. About it's, it's not just Star Wars news anymore. It is Kenobi. Watch Kenobi week. can we talk about how fast that
1: transition was? He was like, yes. "Oh, we were going to talk about how Anakin's fall to the dark side was his All right, now we're going to news, and
3: then the. I was like, "Wow, Just straight up. I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to leave that there and make that a clip, and and then not even go back to it." That's pretty. Because that's that's chaos. All right. So, I'm assuming everybody looked, uh, saw the uh, article with uh, Obi-Wan in his drippy blue outfit, um, which is starting to make me think about doing a second day in cosplay. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Credit card debt. Credit card debt. Yeah, I've got $30,000 in credit card debt. Yeah, when they call, I tell them I can't pay it off yet. Credit card debt. Anyway, um, what were your guys' thoughts on on uh, some of the pictures that we saw?
1: Luke, do you want to pull up the picture in the?
3: Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get on I'll get on Twitter
8: because I, I uh, I'm, I'm, I'm d- passing it to these two.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 Beth or, or Alanis.
7: Can you pull up the poncho one because I noticed. Yes. Something yeah, Luke's about to do that. that, I want, that
3: I oh, want oh, oh, to... oh, oh, oh! I think I noticed it too.
8: The, uno- the unofficial Jedi rogues, the ponchos. No, 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 no. It has a deeper meaning.
3: I oh. Beth, I, I think I know what you're talking about. You did you see? I... Did you see the tweet? No. Somebody pointed it out. Oh, it's fantastic. Point it on. out. Can you further elaborate? Beautiful. Stunning. I, I seek elaboration. All right, there you go.
7: Shaq's kiss.
3: All right, so, right there.
7: Um if you, well, the problem is, or at least what I noticed, I don't know, I don't know what the tweet is. Um, also, yes, Luke, please, please do cosplay um, this version <laughs> on. Oh, God. Um, If you pull up the shot from the last, one of the shots from the end of the trailer, the one where he yes. was like, looking horrified, he's wearing the same poncho. So I don't know what is going on, but he's definitely straight up not having a good time still, but he looks better. Yeah. Um, So, like, chef's kiss for this look. But, yeah, at the end of the trailer where he's looking very sad and he looks up, it's the Uh, same
3: poncho. So. I I think he's walking into, uh, I think Reva and the Grand Inquisitor have left and he sees the carnage that they've done for looking for him. And that's, that's what, that's what, I think that's the look at the end of the, at the end of the last trailer uh, that, that he's, he's, uh, He's not well, but somebody pointed out on Twitter that this combination—the gray, the dark gray, and the blue—is—is is, it might be a call call back to what Padme was wearing in Episode One?
2: Oh, because she
3: also is wearing that same texture, uh, but it's her shirt that is gray. And then her sleeves are are a little bit more purple. But it's 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 really, really close to that, to what Obi-Wan is wearing. Um so maybe he's giving an homage to what Patrick. So you're telling me that, to... that Ewan
1: McGregor read The Queen's Hope or The Queen's trilogy?
3: Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> nice. Um but Alanis, your thoughts.
6: Oh, I think he's just stunning. Stunning. <laughs> Beautiful. Um that's Honestly, I think the pictures made me even more excited for what's to come. Um, And honestly, that man could walk around in, like... I mean, I would prefer if he walked around in nothing. But, I mean, I love the different outfit changes. I love the implications of Obi-Wan finally being able to wear color after spending his whole life in beige. Um, So I'm just... I'm super psyched.
3: No, yeah. And I don't know if that came through because I'm so frozen. No, you you are... (laughs) Um, what I would suggest is turning your camera off. portrayal.
4: I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered and boom, family protected.
11: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And
3: then just doing it that We're gonna way. do that. Misty. And I said it, so that's six. That's fine. I will take the L on that one. <laughs> Um, Are right, we going to our second? Uh, um, no, because I wanted to talk about. There's one more picture that I mean. I mean, we also have to talk about this. Hold on. Up. I am. Hold on. Streamer being. Uh... <laughs> Godfrey time. Just kidding. Don't do that. Don't. Don't. I gave you too much power. Alright. Um, okay. Oh, so. So, uh, we got the total film cover, like literally. Cannot that's cool, it's epic! Like, that oh is freaking God. epic.
2: That is so epic. i seen the I, Kenobi I Saber that. on the right, too. Man, oh, and you can yeah. see, like,
1: because like, you know, the difference between episode three Obi Wan Saber and episode and the... four is Obi Wan Saber that it gets really, really aged and it gets yeah, a little rusty and it, it you loses can its see painting. It right here. Yeah, you yep. can see a little bit on the uh, the the grenade the the handle of it. It's a it's an yep. old grenade for the props that they use. But well, but now you can see, like the little bit of a uh, gray coming into the the black
8: of it. No, and now know, <laughs> on that note as well as it's like you could see Ewan McGregor's cloak looks very similar to Alec Guinness's in The New Hope, like the way like the hood yeah. goes up and like it covers his face. I see Alec Guinness Obi Wan that transition beginning.
1: Now I wonder in in the Kenobi show will we see Obi Wan try to do the crate dragon scream. Dude, just, like that would be awesome. just tries to do it.
8: That would be awesome. It's the it's the, the special edition. The yeah,
2: yeah,
8: yeah, 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 probably, <laughs> probably.
3: Um. So, uh, now getting back to, uh, I mean, obviously we're all excited for this series. Ewan, uh, was quoted as being genuinely scared. During the filming of Kenobi, what does this say about the series, and what are your thoughts on what this could mean for the plot line?
8: I mean, come on. It's very on the nose here. He's talking about Anakin. Well, yeah, he's talking about Vader. Yeah, because this is the first time he's ever seen Stormtroopers on set because in the prequel trilogy, they were all CGI Stormtro- models
3: and clone troopers. Yeah, he yeah. Ne-
8: he never saw Vader's suit because his scenes were very separate on Tatooine, so he never saw that on production, so you never saw Hayden in the Vader outfit. So, seeing all of that come together as like one is just like like this is a very like big moment for Hugh McGregor in Star Wars and tra- again, like he's tra- Obi-Wan's going to be very traumatized in this show <laughs> as Beth will probably say. Yeah.
3: Melanis, beth
6: um i think it just shows like ewan's love and dedication to obi-wan um because i think if you had an actor who wasn't so in love with the character he wouldn't you know feel that you know visceral fear that like visceral like oh my god like this is darth vader and i think that's really going to come through because i think you know obi-wan would feel the same you know fear and just you know all of these emotions and trauma and just sadness that his brother has turned into this um, and I think Ewan is going to portray it beautifully. Um, and I'm really, really excited to see, um, you know, how how it's done.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Beth?
7: I think it's very telling as to how his emotional state will be, at, not at that point, but also when he first, like, has to face Vader. Because in, the, in all the other situations that we've seen him fight somebody who he's scared of, like Maul, for example, he never shows fear. He just keeps taunting him and he, he's always very calm and cool. So I think it's going to be fascinating that we're clearly getting an Obi-Wan who's not, I mean, we know he's not having a good time, but he's not going into this like fight or, I mean, he's not going into it like he normally would, obviously, but it's its going to be, it's very telling. I think of what the emotional dynamics will be.
3: Well, the trauma right there, just yeah. being in the mindset of, oh f- fuck, like he survived. He's alive. Like this, this is what has yeah, this is well, what just incredible. Well
8: it's just not even that. It's also like like you gotta think from over one like situation, like he's very reflective on the clone wars, like the quarter of is we lost. Like yep. his entire like everything he knew just got shattered and revenge of the Sith, and he's still coming yep. to terms with it. In his eyes, Anakin is dead. He's all yep. burning lava and he just walked away. Yeah. Yeah. So him coming to terms that he lived, he survived, and that's been his like breathing anger. That that that's fear. This is the first time Obi Wan has felt fear, and like I don't know. Like he never showed fear in the Clone Wars. Never saw it at Padawan. Yeah. Maybe Qui Gon. That's like the last time we saw it.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: a lot Go go ahead. Go ahead, Beth. All you.
7: Oh, Oh, I was just gonna say the thing that just occurred to me too is the fact that like Obi Wan definitely is not the best as far as like a duelist if you will he's not the best but he's easily the most strategic because i think you can see that in the revenge arc when he's um fighting both savage and maul and he's continually kicking savage like in the knee and that eventually is what takes him down but it's like Mm -hmm. a very minor thing um but i think it's also it's going to be interesting because like he knows how anakin fights but he doesn't know how vader fights and so that's going to be difficult for him to try and figure out because Is much better than he is in that
3: God, episode. like I, for the reaction, like this is the, like the, them fighting, like I, I I'm gonna become fair. I might just pass away. Like I, my heart will literally fucking explode. Like I mean, it's gonna be insane.
8: I mean, like Beth said, Vader literally has the strategic high ground in this fight.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, he has the emotional and the the emotional high ground as well, because I think he... I, I I swear to God,
1: if the words high ground are said in the show, I'm going to. Expect... Well,
3: uh, okay. So like, here's the other thing. uh, Like people are saying that they don't want to hear him say hello there. I think I don't, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I don't think he needs to say hello there. Keep it in a revenge of the Sith and keep it in
8: and keep it in a new hope. Don't, I... Don't I, don't I, make him say it. Imagine if Vader said hello there. <laughs>
2: oh, wow.
8: That's a
1: different hey, story. Hey, don't laugh at that. I feel like that could actually happen. Because it is a younger
3: Vader. Yeah, it is. It is
1: a more angry, more fed up Vader. And he might well, have like, like that well, same well, attitude well, like, as a Maul. Well, like and...
3: Hayden said a few, uh, like, what, three months, two months ago? This is him being the most ruthless Vader that we will see on screen. Like and that that could be definitely like he says, Hello there and then you just see the red activation of a lightsaber and Obi Wan just you just see Obi-Wan's face and he's like, Oh fuck.
8: No, I just imagine like fall um, in order, like he's on top of something, and he just drops down. You hear hello there and he just drops down and lightsaber. Uh, and to- but
1: now oh. I'm thinking because because looking at the Obi-Wan and Maul fight from Rebels I'm trying to like think how this fight would go in the Kenobi show, because it, obviously it's it's shown in the Rebels fight that he starts out as the younger version of himself, then he goes to the Algonista stance, then he goes to the Qui Gon Jin stance. But how is he going to do this against Anakin?
3: It's gonna he, he's gonna use the same defensive technique. It's going okay. So basically, this is how the fight. This is like the choreography. Choreography is going to be a mix of old and new. Like it's gonna be prequel. They're not gonna be flipping. They're not to be do- doing things. It's not gonna be like Episode Four, where it's just like basic moves. Yeah, I feel gonna, like they have gonna, gotten, gotten gonna they be have gotten, skilled, but
1: it's not gonna be like they, dancing. Yeah.
3: No, no, no. They have gotten Vade. Like I've seen fans do do saber spins, Invaders, co- like a full cosplay of Vader. I feel like this is going to this battle is going to give us a reason why they fight the way they do in in uh, a new hope why it's so slow why it's i mean obviously age is the biggest factor in episode four but like let's say like there's like emotional things that have happened in the force after this battle that just crushes them to where it's like they can only do certain things
8: and also anakin's so angry at like yes. Obi one disappearing that he's actively hunting him down because because like yes. vader's like knowing tarkin in new hope like Where's, where's Obi-Wan? Where's Obi-Wan? I know he's here. Where is he?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also, you have to think, too, like, comparing Vader, because in Jedi Fallen Order, it takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith, and then you see Vader in that game, like, comparing, like, what you would see from that game and in the show, it it's very evident that he is a very aggressive Vader yeah seeing all the shit that he was doing when he was fighting cal in the very last mission with the whole floor exploding and throwing it at him and yeah oh my god i'm just excited to see vader in the man in the flesh no yeah and the machine also yeah
3: yeah um so speaking of Vader, Hayden Christensen is stated as uh, that his Vader as Vader uh, his journey as Vader, which I also take as Anakin because obviously Anakin and Vader are the same person. I always have to say this when we talk about this character because it's true., uh, do you think he said that his journey was not over with this character? Do we think we will get a Vader series? We already know that Anakin is is will be showing up in ahsoka as either in flashbacks or as a force ghost the real question is do we get a vader series no i'm just excited to hear your answer
8: i I want Atlantis's answer i want my gut says no but my brain says yes
6: um, I really don't think so. Um I think when he says like his journey as Vader, I think it's going to be more cameos, um which I'm super psyched I'm fine about. With. Um yeah, I think as far as like a Vader series, um I think you know, we obviously have like a lot of comics. Um you know, we see him show up in the games, a little bit of rebels. Um I don't necessarily think we're going to get a Vader um series. I mean, I wouldn't be necessarily like mad about it. it. Um, but I think that there are just a lot of other characters, um, that I think would deserve more of a spotlight. Um, I mean, one through six is Anakin's saga. We got, we got six movies and like the Clone Wars. Um, I don't know how much more of Vader's story we really have to tell. Um, with that being said, I mean, any Star Wars content is great content and I will eat it up and promote like the absolute living hell out of it. Um, but i i would rather other characters you know kind of get their own series especially like you know we have like hera i think would be an amazing amazing um person to have their own series obviously i have to push my glum shadow agenda yep
0: (laughs) 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 we had to say it we
6: had to say it lucas films hit me up i already have the book written Fulcrum besties. fulcrum besties. Yeah. I mean, Luke, I, <laughs> so, I remember
1: I was talking to you about this when you added it to the notes with uh, the Vader series. Like, I, I feel like Vader should be that character that we should be kept like because it's kind of like reusing the same joke over and over again. Like the first time it's funny, the second time it's okay, and the third time it's like it's not that funny. It gets anymore. overdone. Like Vader, like Vader's trilogy is episodes one through six. Uh Vader appearing at that very end of the Clone Wars was a very special moment. Him appearing in the end of *Fallen Order* was a very special moment, and him very, appearing at the very end of *Rogue One* was a very special moment. Like those little, like two minutes. You don't want to use him. him. Yeah. You don't want You don't want to overuse him. He's the most important character in Star Wars all yeah. time. He's the most yeah. important character, Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. So if you keep on using him over and over again, it feels repetitive, and you don't want that. Yeah. You know. Like that's why Vader and Kenobi is like so perfect it's because when you have Kenobi with Vader it's like it's not just Vader like it's, Vader has a
3: yeah. reason to be there. That's true. That's true, Beth.
7: I think to some extent yes, but I I would love and this is just like my fever dream but I would love that this is how they bring in Afra like that they do an Afra show with
3: and then
7: yes um but i think that would be like a great way to kind of like pass on the torch to like the next generation of stories um but also yeah. still keep it anchored in something not that like gets people excited because people who know afro story are would be super excited to see it on screen um but i think that would be like a good just as far as hey, like, marketing. more theory. santo <laughs> yes yes, yes.
3: <laughs> Wookie yeah. Wookie Wookie podcast here. Sorry. Trandoce <laughs> suck ass. <laughs> Except for Skier. That's the only Except one that we gear. like. But anyway. Um, I would personally love a Vader series if it was a limited series, just like Kenobi. Give me six yeah. episodes. I don't care. <laughs> Call me what you want. Six <laughs> episodes of a good, well written story about backstory. Give me give me something that I haven't seen before. Um, maybe do an adaptation of of the 2017 comic, like I would love that. That'd be fantastic. Um, if they could put that into a a, a six episode mini arc, I, I'm all for it. Uh, I, I need to see more Hayden in Star Wars because I he 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 gets shit on a lot, but like I think this is this is him and Ewan are going to be asked to come back and do cameos again. I guarantee it. It's going to happen like that. You don't just have these two fantastic actors and not bring them back. They're a huge. They're one of the biggest parts of the entire saga as a whole. So I, I, I see it happening. All Brooke also makes a good point. James Old Jones is getting up there in, 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 in age. Um, So, I mean, Vader is going to be, we're going to have to find a new voice of Vader or somebody that's very similar to James Earl Jones, or they're just going to have him say a whole bunch of lines of stuff that they have, have written and they'll just use the same voice box of, uh, they a just loop. throw
8: James Earl Jones in a recording booth, and they're like, all right, we need you to record every single dialogue from every series. A, of now as, as, as,
1: the, the, the then, years. them.
8: Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> every yeah.
1: word in the in the English dictionary. dictionary. Yeah, yeah. So
8: they're just like, no, I didn't even imagine that. It's like, I just imagine they're like, all right, we need Chris, you to record yes. Yes, Chris. every single show from now until the 20 years from now. All right, yeah. now let's go. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. But I mean, that's just my two cents. I mean, Kenobi's gonna be fantastic. Let's 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 see how it looks in Kenobi first. But let's not put the cart before the the, the horse before the cart or the yeah, cart before the horse, sorry. Um <laughs> we also got uh panels real quick. Uh which panel are we looking forward to the most? Obviously Thursday morning. Thursday morning is the biggest one, right?
8: Yeah, live action. Live
3: action. Live
8: yeah. action studio. Um, yeah, or trailer. Ops, yeah, that's going to happen. or trailer, Ken- Kenobi, something related really with Kenobi. Maybe if they, they really want to have like the balls to do it, maybe they show the first episode. Because it's a 90-minute panel. The rest are all an hour. Why is it 90 minutes? Probably because they're hiding something. It's, it's going to take up a large block of time or,
1: or celebrations like
8: oh they throw out uh concept art or like a
3: uh, uh, behind the scenes for ahsoka
2: yeah. Ooh.
7: yeah i think they have so much live action to cover that's why that which is it, because i
3: feel like if you look at the whole slate the all four days thursday and saturday are the are the big hitters like friday i feel like friday doesn't have a ton like it's got the 20th anniversary of of attack of the clones don't don't get me wrong that's going to be a great panel but like there's no jedi fallen order announcement there's no there, there's no like like we're getting the high republic stuff but do we get the the high republic show announcement uh concept art anything for that in that panel
8: maybe or it's re- it's in pre-production
3: I mean, they could still throw out concept art because I'm sure they're storyboarding um, it.
8: Chris in the chat, I also think that
1: we might get some news on Lando. Finally. Oh,
3: Lando, I think so. I think mm-hmm. that would be interesting if they did. Like
1: and maybe we'll get some like, Lando. um, like the um, like the preview of Andor like a few years back. We'll get that of Rogue Squadron. Oh, interesting. And maybe we'll see something of Acolyte. That's I don't what I'm know, thinking. But there's, so, there's so much stuff coming up in this next year that they could talk about. Acolyte starts and... filming in October. And I yeah. feel like
3: and I feel like uh, it, celebration was every two years. They have no reason to not have one every year now.
1: Yeah. Especially with
3: the Disney Plus shows, all the High Republic, well, that there's no, actually there's no reason.
1: Well, before Celebration got moved to twenty twenty two, it was supposed to be twenty twenty. Yeah. It was supposed to be the year after the yeah, so twenty nineteen in Chicago.
3: I think they're gonna be doing it well, even then char they were only doing it every two years. Um, yeah, but like, but like even like, when the movies were coming out. Yeah. But so, now I mean, you You like, have Disney Plus, you have all these shows. Am Star I crazy Wars to think has that grown. on the panel?
8: Star Am Wars I crazy for thinking
3: about that? Lot. I I think it's and I think the thing, thing is spin. too,
1: isn't therefore there is more content coming out, they have so much stuff to cover at those yeah. celebrations now. Yeah. It's not just one movie and then done. Like not like the old ones where yeah. back when the prequels came out, they had ones the years or the same year when the episodes were to come out, they had only well, yep. in And that was it. They were like, Oh, yep. let's go to Indiana. Let's, let's, let's talk about these movies. And then yeah, Denver and that was it. But now we have so much stuff. We have yeah. so much and we have shows, we have movies, we have books, Comments. we have video games. We have so much now right. they have yeah. everything to cover within a four day margin. So yeah, absolutely. They can definitely You're, do it by year.
3: Everybody's thoughts. I know Atlantis is going to, she's like, what are you talking about? Sunday is the best day because of Bad Batch.
6: <laughs> so, I, well, yes, I'm excited for Sunday. But actually, the most um like panel that I'm excited for is actually on Saturday, like the Del Rey behind the scenes. Um, Ooh, it's being yeah. moderated by um Tom, who is like Darth and Turnus on um Twitter. He's a senior editor over at Del Rey. Um, I have so much respect for him. Um, not only do I think he's just like a great voice in the community, um, but like him and I have had like a few conversations before and he has been like nothing but like super helpful and like supportive of like women um, and like, you know, uh, other voices in the community in general. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see him. Hopefully I get to ask him a question or two. Um, but that's probably like the panel that I'm most looking forward to, um, obviously, besides Bad Batch. And, you know, hopefully I get to see my six foot two little Imperial again. But.
8: We'll see. I I don't know which one you're talking about because it's two. Is it Callus or Crosshair? <laughs> what if I like um, Callus like... is
6: actually six four. Um, just putting that uh, out there.
8: Oh, oh my, my,
3: god. my what god! What if I got actually. mutton chops? She, she just um actually do, and it was just the most fantastic um actually Luke, I've ever heard. You
1: know what you must do? Shave the beard,
3: keep the mutton chops.
8: Mutton chops. Uh, Yeah, no,
3: (laughs) no, you couldn't rock it, Bestie. That's only. No, actually, it would look foul on you. No, no, now that I think, now that I look at my hair, think about it. Season four, Rebels, Yavin.
1: That is true. The hair is like a little bit false. No,
7: but like the hair look. Yeah, the part. You've got the part. Get those sideburns. (laughs) Yeah, I, Don't ruin
4: I have now ruined Agent I for me. Don't ruin Agent Callus. I have now ruined
3: Callus for her. But, uh, Harris and Beth, uh, your thoughts on the panel's schedule and stuff like that?
8: I uh, guess I'll go because, like, um, so like again, like you, you said earlier, the live action panel is probably at the top of my list right now. But I would say number two would probably be the Saturday panel of The Mandalorian. of uh, the look oh, because yeah, again right, they didn't yeah. have a celebration during. 2020, so we didn't get to really see feloni and Favreau talk about Mando season two. So we get to hear their thoughts on. They didn't before. even talk about
1: Mando season one. No, like, they this didn't. was before they no. That was before it even came out.
8: It was before it came out. Yeah, but they yeah they they, they had, had a Mando. panel
1: about it, but they didn't talk about it once it was concluded.
8: So right, so yeah, this is the first time they're talking about Mandalorian. Host yeah. the show comes out, guarantee they'll probably bring out the Grogu puppet and be like, like make everyone go aww for like thirty seconds, and they'll take it off the stage. But yeah. Really excited for the Mandalorian panel like they're gonna show like a lot of stuff and hopefully tease some stuff with Mando season three and we have like a little bit of a direction where we're going besides Dan Darksaber.
1: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people just don't understand how much content we've missed in these past three years. The last time we had a celebration, that celebration was when the trailer for the rise of Skywalker came out. Like that's how far behind we are. Palpatine and Cackle.
2: It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And
1: yeah. like these these four days of celebration are going to be so jam-packed like the saturday mandalorian panel is going to be season one season two concept art, or maybe trailer for season three who knows like it it could anything could happen within these few days because because we have fallen order two we got mando season three we have ahsoka we have acolyte we have rogue squadron we have bad batch season two we have Andor, we have so
7: much all the content
3: beth your thoughts
7: I think I'm echoing pretty much everyone just like live action attack of the clones. I'm actually, I was really excited to see, I guess it's not like a panel, but I'm um, really excited to see that they were doing a siege of Mandalore showing too. Uh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what, uh, that's a, me and Beth. Yeah. Be watching that. Ooh, so. after freaking Lutely. So, Um, Emotional damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. Uh, Guys, that is going to be it for the episode. Thank you all so much to these lovely guests. Um, uh, I'm going to start with Atlantis. Where can the good people follow you on the social medias?
6: You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram under not a Kyber. You can also find me on my new second account, um, which is under discovering the galaxy. Um, I will be teaching a star Wars elective, um, next September. So I'll be posting all of my curriculum lessons, some stuff with my students. Um, it's going to be a really fun time for all of the people, not my... Yeah, uh, for everyone not in my school district and also like adults not in high school, um, I will be making
3: like an adult version of
6: the classroom and I'll have some fun. Trust cool me, ways we'll have it. We'll have work. an
3: episode of we'll have an episode of pod ones where it's just like, oh, Alanis is time to teach Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah so it's gonna be a really good time um and also i have uh, um, a potential guest lined up that i'm not going to reveal just yet um I but i have someone really cool is. yes know i too. have
8: i know i too. have someone
6: <laughs> i too. have someone very cool in the works to come and visit um so i'm really excited so if you want to follow me there um it's at discovering the galaxy i'm really proud of myself um for the course and i hope you guys follow along uh with that one too
3: and she's going to see you and McGregor. Most I can't Not conceptualize to... that. <laughs> liminal. Yeah, liminal. Liminal. <laughs> uh, liminal Harith,
8: where, Harith, where can the good uh, people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Hair Productions on TikTok. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the char thing of like pointing my name. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, well, you're, like, you're... where it's actually there, except when it, if you it watch is. some of the I matches, can't reach like in oh your name. no. You every can't, time like... I was editing the matches, the Char I was like, "You can find me here." I'm like, "Char, you're pointing at nothing." I cropped your screen. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I know,
1: I know. Well, now <laughs> I, I know. Did.
8: No, yeah. now, now you know. Now you can't be like you can find me here. But uh, you can yeah. find me on Hair Productions on TikTok and on YouTube on the fly now show every single week, same time as ones on Mondays. Yeah. And lovely Beth.
7: Oh.
3: My sunshine.
7: You. Oh. As I said, right back at you. Um you guys can find me just on TikTok. I'm boring. Um just at Mario.j Skywalker. We'll get there with the other social media at some point.
3: Charlie. <laughs> Chuck. Where can we find you? Where can the good people <laughs> find you and your amazing Guilfrey, like Godfrey, whatever. The guy impression. Okay.
1: Anyways, good people. You can find me on TikTok at Char Char J as seen right here. You see that hair? I can do it now. <laughs> I'm happy. And you can find me here every Thursday night to cover our Clone Wars rewatch. And tomorrow we'll begin the next few rounds of our pod once trivia tournament yep so we we'll be recording that tomorrow be be ready in next week we'll be releasing the I think the next two matches for the, I I believe so and then the the semifinals oh so, so,
3: so the next match uh is Pat and haley that is currently on the cutting board uh um and a, lot be, a, lot yeah, a lot of editing lot. yeah a lot of editing it should be done by saturday don't hold me or harith to it um but it 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 it, it, sh- it should be done by i have a lot on my plate this week so yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> when it when it's done it's done if we have to put out three episodes a week well we'll we'll just figure it out it'll be good um but you guys can follow me at the pod ones podcast on tiktok pod ones podcast on twitter and at the pod ones <laughs> Uh, at Pod One's Pod on Instagram, I always, <laughs> I always try to think about it. I always forget it, and obviously, I am growing out the hair for the Kenobi cosplay, which is, <laughs> it is, it is it, it's coming in, it's coming in nicely. So we will, we will see how it looks towards uh, closer to celebration.
1: Please, um, anything else you want to add?
3: Char, uh, <laughs> shot your pie hole, and uh, for light and for life,
1: we are all the Republic.
3: And may the force be with you.
4: Always. See you guys.
10: Paid actor portrayal.
4: I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered and boom, family protected.